could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Let the sunshine in and live on top of your world. Be your own cheerleader. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle and today the theme for our show is the gift of encouragement. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be The Star You Are For Teens. Simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. With this week's theme, The Gift of Encouragement, we are going to examine the benefits of, of, of uplifting others to be the stars they are. To kick off the show, we have our wonderful Gift of Giving reporter, Caitlin Darrow, here to enlighten us on how encouragement weaves powerfully into her own narrative and how we can incorporate it into ours. Take it away, Caitlin. Hi, everyone. It's Caitlin Darrow. I'm so excited to be back, and today I'll be adding to the conversation and sharing my personal story of encouragement. The Gift of Encouragement is something that is very prevalent in my life. I wouldn't have been able to accomplish half the things I've been able to do without strong mentors who encouraged me. Encouragement is actually scientifically proven to boost performance, and I'd love to talk more about that study afterwards, but first I wanted to share my personal story of encouragement with all of you. When I was 12 years old, I started a charity in my hometown called Angels of God that provides clothing and more to those in need. I've spoken about Angels of God countless times on this show, but I've never really talked about how my organization came to be. I knew I wanted to start an initiative in my town because my family and I had been in need once before. We went through a house fire when I was in third grade, and we lost many items and clothing. For a year, as our house underwent extreme repairs, we had to live with neighbors and friends. Going from place to place without an official location to call home, not knowing where we were going to live the next day, was pretty difficult. My mom is also a single mom and raises my sisters and I on her own, so we definitely had our fair share of struggle. A few years later, when we were back on our feet, I knew I wanted to pay it forward. So many people had helped us, and now I wanted to be in that position and do the giving instead of the receiving. I remember being 12 years old, and the idea was really simple to me. Clothing is such a basic necessity, and it's something that people are constantly growing out of and getting rid of. So I figured, why not start a little store that gave everything away for free to people who needed it? I sat my my mom down on a bench one day, and I pitched her my big idea, and she has been my number one fan ever since. She provided encouragement throughout my journey as I made my dream of helping others a reality. 
Angels of God was started six years ago, and nowadays we're an official 501c3 and have greatly expanded as an organization. Not only do we provide clothing, but today we also give out food and toiletries along with seasonal outreach projects like back-to-school backpacks and supplies, which right now we're actually in the thick of. Um, we also give out Halloween costumes and Christmas toys and, of course, Easter baskets as well. It's amazing how much we've expanded over time, but I truly believe that none of it would be possible if my mom had discouraged me and told me that what I wanted to do was a crazy, impossible idea. When Angels of God was first starting, there were certainly a few people who doubted the charity and didn't think that it would last since most organizations aren't started by 12-year-olds. I think that's a bit uncommon, so... Um, I understood them, but, you know, it was really my mom's enthusiasm and support that shaped me and my mission. It's important to remember that validation and affirmation is not everything, but it definitely helps to hear some encouragement once in a while. Just as my mom encouraged me, I think that it's important to reach out and encourage others because it can make a big difference in their life, especially for a young child with big dreams. Sometimes all someone needs all someone needs is just a little bit of encouragement and kind words. That is amazing. And I love how you did that at only 12 years old. And it's so awesome to see how kids are starting to do that now, how more and more kids who are, aren't even in their teens yet are starting to start businesses and, and take on adventures that are crazy huge. So you mentioned that encouragement has actually been scientifically proven to help boost performance. Can you tell us a little bit more about that to uh, have people have some light shed on that? Of course. So actually, as I was researching this topic, I came across a study that took place at Bloomsburg University in Pennsylvania, where they recruited a group of 28 students to perform a treadmill test. The treadmill test was designed to elicit a maximal effort in less than 12 minutes without any verbal encouragement. At the end of each three-minute exercise stage, ratings of perceived effort were recorded and blood samples taken. The test ended when the participant either attained VO2 max or became exhausted. The participants were then placed into one of four experimental groups. Each matched for overall fitness and performed a second exercise one week later. During this test, the control group received no verbal encouragement at all, while the other three groups received verbal encouragement over 20, 60, and 180 seconds, respectively, beginning with stage three of the exercise test. Verbal encouragement consisted of a set of encouraging statements read from a prepared text. These statements, including way to go, come on, good job, excellent, come on, push it, keep it up, and let's go, were rehearsed by the investigators beforehand, and they were all kept at a constant volume and accompanied by hand clapping. The researchers at Bloomsburg University concluded that encouragement led to a boost in performance. This specific experiment only tested the link between encouragement and physical activity, but Another example I read about was how teachers who encourage their students actually perform better than those who don't. I think it's a really fascinating subject to see how great the benefits of encouragement really are. Mm, yeah, that's so true. And, you know, I, I think see, it's kind of tricky because on one hand, we, we kind of want people to encourage us and to uplift us and just give us those kind words that we need every so often. But on the other hand, it's super important to build up yourself and not totally rely on outside encouragement because sometimes, unfortunately, it's not always there. So mm -hmm. how do you think we should 
kind of find that happy medium or balance that trade-off between happily accepting the encouragement of others, but also standing strong in ourselves and being our own cheerleaders. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that you have to really learn to love yourself and be confident in yourself because like you said, encouragement is wonderful and great and it's so perfect to have, but the reality is that sometimes there aren't people to encourage you and you have to encourage yourself. So I think, like you said, it's really important to be able to get that from yourself. And also, like I said in the segment affirmation is wonderful to receive, but it isn't something that you should depend on. Um, So I think that a way to get around that is just to really love yourself and try to cultivate that in yourself by um, telling yourself that you are worthy of your big dreams and that you can accomplish great things. That is is so amazing. You know, I think we as individuals doing things that that are way out of our comfort zone, you know, taking on new adventures, doing something that scares us. We really need to have encouragement from others, but I think we also need encouragement from ourselves because, like you said earlier, we need to love ourselves first before anybody else can. And I think that's very true because where are you going to get confidence if you don't have confidence yourself? And you spoke about your mom saying that she was – she provided a lot of encouragement in your life, and I think that is so amazing. Is there anyone else who encourages you in your life with everything that you do? Absolutely. Um, It seems like moms are always such great cheerleaders, Um, but I feel so lucky that I have other people as well in my life who care about me and encourage me in all of my endeavors. I've had several teachers from my school who have been great motivators for me just inside and also outside the classroom. And of course, another big cheerleader in my life is Cynthia Bryan, who produces our show, Express Yourself. And I'm sure you girls can agree that she is just such a shining example of someone who encourages and really motivates others. Oh, yeah. I mean, she... We can definitely she, agree on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she radiates positivity at, no, at whatever hour of the day. It's so incredible. I love it. And, you know, she's one of the biggest uh, encouraged uh, encouragers in my life because when I told her about the um, scholarship that I won, the Dan Dan Leadership Award, uh, for about $10,000, she was like, oh, my gosh, no way. And she was so excited about it. And that just really uplifted me and gave me even more, uh, you know, pride and, and uh, happiness about it because, you know, I won that award, but having people who are so happy about it just made it even better. Yeah, and you know, I think there's a really important distinction between flattery and encouragement. Yeah. Um, Because flattery is, to me, insincere. Absolutely. um, It's positive words for the sake of positive words, and they're kind of shallow and empty words. But encouragement is a whole other topic, and it's about really, truly feeling happiness for someone as they're going through something in their life. And just kind of getting down there with them at their level and feeling for them truly. Um, And and so I think it's important to remember that as we go through our lives and uh, with all our interactions with other people, we want to be spreading encouraging words, not merrily shedding out flattery. That is very, very true. Um, And I think that when you find people who are your true mentor and who are really there for the right reasons and truly just want to encourage you um, because they care about you, I think that those are the type of people that you really have to hold on to because it is rare to find um, those type of people who genuinely are happy for you. Yeah, I think that's very important because I think, you know, in today's society, uh, we have so much 
negativity, I guess is the word, and people who kind of are putting down others for not, you know, being up to par on what society's uh, expectations are. So I think the need for encouragement is so huge. We need more organizations or just more people who are willing to give that encouragement out to people who they don't even know. You can be passing on the street and you can see somebody like, oh, you know, you could probably give them a compliment or you can, you know, find somebody that you do know and tell them something, I'm so proud of you for doing this or just something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And on this note, I'm currently reading the book, My Beloved World. It's a memoir written by the U.S. Supreme Court Justice, Sonia Sotomayor. And in there, she makes a point that she believes that every child needs at least one encouraging, uplifting, supporting mentor in his or her life. That Mm -hmm. every child needs at least one. And I think that's so true because no matter how much devastation and trials and tribulations that are around a young kid, if they can have that one beacon of light and hope that shines a light on the path ahead of them and lets them know that it's okay, I think that can really help to combat the negativity negativity that might be going on in their lives. So every person needs at least one true cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, that even applies to someone who hasn't really entirely reached their goal, but they can still say, hey, you tried, why don't you try again and then you can do it and I believe that you'll succeed. Absolutely. So thank you very much, Caitlin, for this thrilling conversation about how encouragement is the fuel that we need to continue on our journeys. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. And check out Caitlin's charity, angelsofgod.org. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on encouragement. You're a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today our show is all about the gift of encouragement. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Today we have Paul Sladkiss on the show with us. Paul is a veteran producer and television executive. He's worked at CBS and PBS. He founded Good News Planet, whose mission is to find, create, and receive life-affirming and thought-provoking good news, entertainment, and events. They take life stories from individuals to promote positivity in others' lives. Their goal is working towards world peace, and that is a wonderful purpose. So without further ado, welcome to the program, Paul. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. It's very exciting, and congratulations on all the good news you all do. Thank you so much, and thank you for all the work you do. And when did you become inspired to kind of shed light on the good work that people are doing all across the world? Because being a part of the news industry, I'm sure you learned early on that there's a whole lot of negative news that we tend to focus on more than the positive. Well, this is true. This is true. Actually, I go so far that I was I had worked on shows like All in the Family, and uh, that was always been a good example of uh, entertaining and educational. And you learn through a, a broadcast like that that uh, there's somebody like that in the world who's a who's a bigot, and you would laugh with them and you cry with them. But you knew that person was a well, was not living life in a nice, harmonious way. Um, and media is very powerful, as we all know. So. We like to focus on the world of good. Mm, that's good. I think we need more of that. And, you know, with everything that's going on right now um, in the news, you know, a lot of people haven't been able to see the good in the world and to actually find peace with it. So why have you pursued focusing on peace in the world? I was, uh, uh, you know, because I've been doing, you know, the TV business so long, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I learned early on, the power of media, you know, uh, and I'm a product of media. I was a boob tube kid. Uh, I read a lot, even though my mother was a librarian. <laughs> I certainly watched a lot of television. And uh, and I don't know, I, I know that people look up to television, they look up to the celebrities in the world, and it's not necessarily the way it really is. Once you get in the business, you know the celebrities, the makeup comes off and the sets fall down. And uh, I've been focused on this uh, peace activities through our nonprofit called Good News Corporation. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have some events that we do uh, called Peace Day Party. So we're very focused because the United Nations has declared September 21st as an international day of peace. And it's been around since 1982. And we thought that utilizing media as a communications tool for world peace on September 21st and days leading up to it, that that was our mission. And we've been involved with that, and we have a bunch of events. That's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. And being someone so knowledgeable about these issues, because you've been working with them for so long, do you think that world peace is achievable? Because we have a lot of narcissists, we have a lot of cynicists believing that it's just not possible 
with the way that the world is progressing today, but do you think we still can achieve a state of peace? Well, I, I 100% believe we can. I'm not going to say it's easy. Uh, we all have our own ways of being and our own differences and culturally, uh, economically. But I am definitely a 100% believer that we can all live internally peaceful and externally peaceful, and we can collaborate. Uh, actually, I just finished a book, and it will be coming out uh, probably in a week or so, um, called the, uh, Good News, Achieving World Peace. Uh, it's here because most of the world is peaceful, and that, I think, is a, a mindset that we all have to recognize. The fact is that most people aren't fighters or aren't violent or whatever your interpretation of what peace is. But big part of mine is violence. Uh, you don't have to like somebody, but you don't have to, like, hurt somebody physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, even mentally is not good news either. So, uh, but, yes, I'm very optimistic. I've always had been optimistic, uh, the power of positive thinking. Mm, yeah, because, you know, there, there's the school of thought who says that who kind of adopts that Darwinian mindset that we humans innately have a tendency to be competitive and to want to protect our own offspring and kind of circle in around ourselves and be looking out for our own best interests. So it's really interesting that you're promoting this idea that even though we kind of have those natural instincts, we can still use those for collective good. And I think that's really an, an important takeaway. I like that. Well, you know how do you feel? How do you guys feel about peace? Do you think we can do it? I think we can. Um, there's this whole thing called law of attraction. You know, when you're when you're thinking those positive thoughts, so you're thinking in a positive way, you attract positivity, and and then it goes the same way with negativity. If you think in a negative way, then then you'll attract negativity. And I think that's something that needs to be more, um, I guess, understood is the word to where people can understand that you know law of attraction that it is. I, th- I believe in that, you know, if you're thinking negatively about yourself or other people, then that attracts negativity to yourself. Uh, you're, work- you're working with a good friend of mine, Cynthia Bryan, and, and she is Ms. Optimism. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> She's super duper. I mean, she is so, you know, so uh, all about feeling good internally about yourself, Right. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I think that's what this show is all about. It's a beautiful thing. You guys got a great show here. Very important. And our, our efforts are very much focused on, on youth, on young people, on children, actually. Um, mm. So we're achieving peace for, for, our, for our children, uh, who, who, of course, carry on the legacy of life yeah. and, and peace. Right. And, and with... With our youth, you know, with everybody trying to get that across um, our youth today, how can we go about achieving world peace? What can we do as a society? Well, I I think that the the first thing always is, you know, yourself. If you live peacefully, you act peacefully, it's like Michael Jackson, you know, the man or woman in the mirror. You know, once you're at, at peace with yourself, which is really the beginning, then you have the opportunity to, you know, not take something, uh, you know, negatively to put life into perspective. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, it's not easy to be young <laughs> and we have a lot of insecurities. 
Not that I think it's that much easier as you get older. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think you just have to know that you're, you're doing the best you can. And I really think it's great to try your best to surround yourself with people that are very encouraging in your life. So try to hang out with a crowd that appreciates you for better or for worse. Mm, yeah. And, you know, now with children growing up in this technological age, I think there are so many different avenues that they can use to kind of get in involved with this whole peace movement. How do you think kids should be harnessing this technological power to join in the movement for world peace? Well, you know, the beauty of the new technologies uh, uh, is that uh, you can get a lot of people to know about things that you do, uh, you know, social networking on, on, on the web and on uh, the Facebooks and the Twitters and all the different uh, opportunities that are out there. So because it's inbred, when you're born, you know, a young person, like my grandkids, right? Um, you know, I think that it's just really almost like any other medium. The possibility of utilizing it for good is available. So if you want us to have a good message and you want to be involved with good kinds of programming, of which you both are already, then, you know, Stick with it. It's not always necessarily mass. It's, uh, it's appreciation for, for those that uh, like what you do. So I think it's, uh, it's good to just keep, you know, focusing on find organizations and groups and people that like what you're doing and then, and then work that message because the, we do have this new technology. I actually think achieving world peace has become potentially hundred times potentially easier because of the World Wide Web. Because people can actually say, I'm in, the, I'm in the park right now, in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. All right? And, you know, I could be going live out of here with a show uh, for, 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 for the good. So we really have, it's much simpler without having big trucks and cameras and, you know, a $200,000 show. You know, it's a whole new deal. So, Take advantage of the technology for the good. That's awesome. And you and we heard and we read about events that you actually have coming up. You know, what kind of events are those and when are those going to happen? Okay, so, and I invite you all to participate. First of all, our website is called peacedayparty.org. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're, we're party throwers. <laughs> we like to throw parties because <laughs> we think that parties are a way that people can let down their hair and, uh, and, and communicate with each other. In my case, I don't necessarily have that much hair left, but the point is, um, <laughs> you know, for people to just become friendly and, uh, and work things through. So our events um, are, we first are going to have a big major press conference in Times Square on okay. September 15th at 12 noon. Uh, and, and announce this upcoming Peace Day event. First of all, 193 countries have agreed to an International Day of Peace. So we're really, we're not uh, affiliated in essence with the United Nations uh, the declaration. Uh, with the United Nations, we're just strengthening. We're a private, nonprofit, strengthening that message. So we ask you to come to our peacedayparty.org website, participate, participate. Uh, Support us if you can in any financial way. We have a whole bunch of nice things you can get. And, 
that's our first event. We're going to have this press conference to announce it right in Times Square, and hopefully the media will support us, and uh, we'll have a lot of good kinds of people doing good things. Then we actually coming out to California, uh, to uh, San Jose, uh, where there's a very major event, and it really applies to technology. Uh, uh, my friend Anna Bruno has an organization called Amanda's Network. And mm-hmm. Amanda's Network uh, actually uh, evolved out of Amanda's unfortunate uh, suicide from cyberbullying. Oh, and it's a sad situation. Uh, and uh, she was cyberbullied like 3,500 times, and uh, mainly because... Oh. Uh, as I am told by Anne, her mother, you know, she was an overweight woman, gay, Hispanic. And mm-hmm. so people were not easy on her, and she couldn't take it. So her mother's been carrying on the awareness of this concern, and Silicon Valley is a real home for people to really pay some attention and use media to help educate and uh, teach that they should not be using it in this way. That's a big, scary part. So on September 19th, that is, in Cesar Chavez Park, downtown San Jose, all day long, we'll, we'll create our human peace sign, which is what we do, and Ann will have a lot of good music and events. And I suggest all everybody in the California area to go over to that. Then in New York, on the 20th, we have Central Park, which we've been doing for 13 years in the Banshell area, uh, we do a concert and an all-day event. And then the 21st, uh, we're going to downtown Brooklyn here at the Cadman Plaza at the Brooklyn War Memorial, which has a comment on their uh, big memorial that ends, basically, it's in honor of the service people that passed away in World War II. But it all ends up in uh, so we can have peace. So those are the four events that we're involved in. We, we really could use everyone's participation. And you don't have to be part mm-hmm. of them. You don't have to, in a sense, be there. You can celebrate the International Day of Peace, 12 noon. They've asked for a moment of silence for world peace. So wherever you are, mm-hmm. it's on that Monday, you can take a moment to consider, and it's the 21st every time, every year, uh, yeah. And maybe we can get worldwide peace. So I want to have a party and get everybody drunk. No. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much, Paul, be. for sharing this information. You radiate passion and purpose, and we thank you for the work you do. Stick around because we want to hear more from you. And during the break, everyone, be sure to check out Paul's website at goodnewsplanet.com and visit peacedayparty.org to show your support. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also remember to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. We'll be back in the next segment as we continue our conversation with Paul. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. 
Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today's hot topic is the gift of encouragement. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. We are back with the amazing Paul Sladkis, who is involved with shining a light on the good of the people of the world. He created goodnewsplanet.com for people to share their stories and events in their lives, as well as peacedayparty.org to help strengthen the message of the United Nations for the International Day of Peace on September 21st. Events in New York and San Jose, California add to his mission. Wow, how refreshing. Hi, Paul. Thank you for joining us. So we were talking earlier about cyberbullying and how that had affected a young girl's life. And that has actually become very prominent in our society. And there have actually been quite a bit of movements to really eradicate it and to get rid of it. And one of these things is encouragement, and which is what our segment is about all, to, all about today. So what can our society do really with encouraging people and getting out good news to others to really get rid of this cyberbullying, you know, just movement that's been going on with everybody else? Well, I really think, you know, it's um, the Native American Indians. When somebody wasn't acting nicely, uh, I am told, would gather together and, like, even arm to arm, and try to hold that person. Because obviously anybody who is um, shedding negativity uh, towards others mm-hmm. is really having probably to a certain degree, at least you could say 50%, having difficulties with their own personality. Yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, one of the things uh, that, first of all, we got to be kinder and more gentle to each other, is to yeah. try your best to, you know, Work in, in not a, you know, it's you and not us, because everybody, we're all in this together. All we are is what we are with each other. Exactly. Um, try to find a, uh, a common ground. 
And, and I think with this the usage of technology that one of the wisest things you could do is not use it when you need to deal with a situation. Because the written word are 140 characters, whatever that may be, is so fragile. I, I'm a terrible writer. I'm not so good. I, don't, I, I write like I, I speak, and I, and I am just a stream of consciousness to begin with. I think you should try your best to gather together. Go to a Starbucks. Go to a coffee shop and say, I, I think we're having some misunderstanding. Actually, that's a good word that I've learned in my 30 years of my own company and business. Just say, we're having a misunderstanding. That's not blaming anybody. It's just saying, even if somebody will say, no, there isn't a misunderstanding, I think you, it's good to go face-to-face because body yeah. language and all that kind of stuff is very crucial. Mm. Yeah. And, and in terms of getting kids to just be gentler and kinder to one another, where do you think that starts? Do you think that starts in the home or is that kind of the school's responsibility? Because I think now we live in a culture where sort of we put all these lessons that kids are supposed to be learning just even socially and morally on the school. But I, I kind of tend to think that it follows, you know, on it's the responsibility of the home to teach the child how to walk in the world peacefully and with kindness. Well, I happen to agree with that as well, that, uh, you know, if you're fortunate to have a, a family structure um, and, it, and it's a healthy one, um, then, you know, in essence, you're blessed. You're very lucky. Uh, unfortunately, so many houses uh, don't have the traditional family uh, uh, structure, and we do know divorce is, uh, uh, you know, it's around. Uh, I'm also an interfaith minister, and, you know, I think... Uh, that, you know, you have to have some kind of feeling of spirituality in the house, some kind of safety in the house. Mm-hmm. Whether you are have a traditional mommy and a daddy, and uh, whether you have brothers and sisters, but there's no doubt about it that sometime there needs to be a feeling of comfort to be able to say how you feel in your own home and to have mm-hmm. confidence amongst your own family. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's it all depends on, you know, your environment that you live in. I was raised in a pretty positive environment with my parents. I've had a good relationship with them. You know, I have two younger brothers, which I also have a good relationship with. And a lot of people that I talk to, they're they're always saying, oh, you know, I'm so jealous of you or, oh, you're so lucky. And I think I just find that so sad that so many people say that I am lucky to have a nice family like that, which I wish people had more of that. And I wish, you know we had a better impact on our kids. You know, every single generation should have that kind of impact on them where they have a positive home life. And even if you don't, we I would love to find a way how we can promote more positivity and encouragement through our lives. So how do you think we could do that as individuals to promote positivity and encouragement to people, even though we may not come from the most fortunate, uh, you know, uh, place in our lives or anything like that you know who's an important person i i i worked on i did a soap opera called love of life a long time ago with cbs so one of the most important people in a person's life is what they call a confidant is mm. your one you're either your best friend or maybe not even your best friend maybe not even your, a close friend but somebody who you can uh confide in 
Maybe it's a therapist. Maybe it's a social worker. Uh, it doesn't matter. You need everybody uh, should look around themselves and say, you know, if I am really confused, as we all are, and as we all are so often, <laughs> who can I talk to that I'm going to feel that I'm not going to be judged? I'm just going to be able to, you know, shout it out. Person might just be there to listen, to say three words. You know, there's different types of uh, involvements. I look around you, say, who would I go to if I really, you know, depending on what situations in your life, and try mm-hmm. to find a person like that. Try to meet a new person like that. Build a friendship like that, because if life is it can if it's so lonely, it's it's too much. <laughs> it's, it's not so easy. <laughs> Yeah, life is not free. Yeah, that's very true. And, Paul, what would you say for the kids who maybe right now are a part of these sort of world peace movements but are really looking to pursue this as a career? How could they go about getting involved in world peace but in a professional manner? How would you advise them? Well, I think they should, everybody should. It would be wonderful if... As I say, you don't have to be anywhere. Just be where you are. If you could get a couple people together, I like to create a little human peace sign. But if you can do something that day, if you can feed somebody, you can do some practical act of kindness on on, on a peace day like that. Um, that's peace, you know. Uh, uh, do something that might be out of your, your norm. Say hello to somebody. Hug a tree. Uh, there are people too. And, and just, uh, you know, especially your dog. <laughs> you know, just be, you know, be cognizant of it. It's really, life is a lot about vision. And it's like I, have, I wear Yoko Ono's pin, Imagine Peace, or, or John Lennon. You know, it really is an imagination. It's a, it's a vision that we are all, you know, one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very true. You know, we all have our individual, you know, personalities. We all have our differences. And, you know, I think that's sometimes hard for people to grasp because we always want somebody to really connect with. We want somebody who is, you know, like us. And then when we find someone who's different from us, it kind of you know, naturally it makes us kind of steer away from them because we're thinking, oh, they're not the same as us. How can we be compatible? But I think, you know, trying to make those relationships is key to creating a better society and a more positive, you know, environment for people because, you know, those differences may help you become a better person. They may give you different views and give you more of an insight on how the rest of the world is because not everything is going to be the same. That's what that's what individuality is, you know, and that's perfect because we're able to express ourselves and we're able to create friendships with everybody around us. One thing that I, we do on our show, after every interview, and we have like 5,000 shows, and I think they're, well, every one of them is, I think, worthy of hearing because they're somebody's way of living life or something that they've done in their life or some organization or whatever, I ask people, as I'm the host of our show, you know, what's good news for them? You know, either what makes you happy, if they're a young person. You know, what, and I, I think it's a good question to ask ourselves. 
every so often. You know, what really does make us feel good? You know, what, what could somebody say? What could something happen? What would I do? That's one thing. The other question we ask is, what is peace for you? And I really have had, I, it always amazes me, how many different answers come from that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that peace for me is peace within myself in a way, because I know that when I'm really feeling centered in who I am, I'm much more likely to be a better individual in the world outside. And so I think that's something really important for kids to think about is kind of centering themselves first. So thank you very much, Paul, for joining us on the program today and for sharing all of your insights. So sorry we're all out of time, but keep up the great work, and we will keep rooting for you. Well, it's great break, speaking every- with you both. Thank, thank you so much. And during the break, everyone, be sure to check out Paul's website at goodnewsplanet.com and peacedayparty.org for some food for thought. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, go to, also, during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the Be the Star You Are charity, 501c3 literacy, and positive media charity. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation. They say you can't change the weather, but we already have. And if we've changed it for the worse, let's change it for the better. Tune in to The Climate Opportunity, a two-hour special hosted by Beth Green and Dr. Grant Dean. Expert guests, Professor Scott Denning, Chef Laura Steck, video journalist Peter Sinclair, and Kelsey Wirth of Women Out Front will share how we can improve our lives while improving our weather. Listen on Inside Out Radio, Tuesday, November 11th, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Presented by Inside Out Radio and Voice America. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of encouragement. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. To expand our perspective on this topic, we're going to read a story written by Billy Joe Dahl for our award-winning book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. Some background on Billy Joe Dahl. She is a young adult author whose personal ministry is to help people of all ages become productive, positive, and passionate. Growing up on a ranch, Billy Joe learned early on that when you get bucked off, you have to get back on the horse and ride. So goes life. If you'd like to learn more about her work, her website is billyjoedoll.com. And this story is called The Gift of Encouragement. Hope you enjoy. When I was in school, I knew people by their shoes. Some of my classmates thought this was funny and would have contests asking me when someone was looking by their shoes. The only time I was wrong was when someone wore new shoes to school. One time, as I walked down the crowded hall, books clutched to my chest. Someone said hi to me. 
I looked up and ran into the heat radiator. My books and papers all fell to the floor and right in front of the boys' lavatory. As I tried to pick up my books and papers, other students kicked them around the hall. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. My life changed from looking down at shoes to looking up because of special mentors who took the time to encourage me. In my 20s, I participated in group counseling. The counselor, Bill, asked all of us to bring a list of 20 goals. I worked diligently on this assignment, but could only come up with 10 things that I thought I could accomplish in my life. When I turned in my project, he gave it to, back to me, stating, I said 20. I felt hurt and angry. Admittedly, I coped an attitude and wrote down 10 more things that I knew were totally impossible for me to ever achieve. Five years later, I discovered that, uh, that list in a desk drawer. Of the 20 items on the list, I had accomplished more of the impossible 10 than I had of the doable 10. I had become a college student, danced on stage in front of hundreds of people, gone snorkeling, sailed on a cruise ship, and became a published writer for an article in a magazine. Before I found the courage to go to college, I was a mistress of ceremonies for a banquet. I was scared to death. I did not feel comfortable telling jokes, as many MCs do, so I wrote a ballad and read it. it. In the audience was a professor emeritus named Jack. Afterwards, he asked if I was a student of Wallace Stegner and asked for a copy of the ballad. His simple, less-than-five-minute conversation gave me the courage to attempt college. While in school, Jack and I would have coffee, and he continued to encourage me. My ecology professor, Brett, summoned me to his office. I wondered why I was in trouble. Instead, he took out a paper I had written and said, I think you have a gift. If you would like, I am willing to work with you to improve your writing. My advisor, Clayton, hired me to help, hired me to help graduate students on their projects. He encouraged me to do more than probably any other individual. After a successful, albeit short, career in my chosen field, I became ill and had to retire. For years, I was near housebound with a horrid virus that attacked my immune system. It was during that time that I began to write novels. I have read that only one novel in a thousand written gets published. Because I had learned to believe in myself, I mailed my manuscripts and despite numerous rejection notices, I never stopped pitching my work until I was offered my first book contract. Through speaking about my struggles and writing my book, I was booked to host a radio show, Coping With Life, to encourage means to fill someone else with courage. Encouragement is to support and positive urging. I have been able to accomplish my goals because of the people who believed in me and my abilities. They took the time and the effort to offer me the gift of encouragement. Welcome encouragement into your life and foster it to others. And here are some very simple ways that you can bring encouragement into your life and into the lives of others. It all starts with being kind and caring, truly caring. So close your eyes and think of ways to encourage the people in your life. Maybe you can give out a compliment. Maybe you can say, yes, I believe you can do it. And look for ways and times to tell those people good things about themselves. Try to get creative with the ways that you encourage. Don't give up on your own dreams and help someone else achieve theirs. And don't forget, write that list of 10 doable and 10 impossible dreams, then hide that list for a couple of years. When you decide to do your best every day, your life will be filled with unexpected encouragement and joy. Flatter me and I may not believe you. Criticize me and I may not like you. Ignore me and I may not forgive you. Encourage me and I may not forget you. 
That quote was by William Arthur. Wow, I really do love this story, Asia, because I think it illustrates the very important point that um, our lives are really in our own hands, and the future is ours, and it's really up to us to determine how we're going to carry out our journeys. And, you know, any little thing can brighten our day, but I think most importantly, we have to allow that to brighten our day when that just beam of light kind of enters in through the cracked open door of our lives, to speak metaphorically. We have to be willing to open that door all the way and let all the light in. Um, So that means that just a little bit of encouragement may be coming our way. And we really have to, first of all, believe it and not reject the encouragement, reject the compliments. We have to believe them, embrace them, and then use them to uplift ourselves and put our life on a totally new track. Exactly. I believe that. And, you know, with... With everything that has become so complicated now, there's so much responsibility that we have today as teens, as kids, and as adults, really. Everybody has so much to do now, and I think that sometimes we feel so overwhelmed that when someone gives us, you know, encouragement or a compliment, we kind of, like, shrug it off and be like, okay, thanks, and then we go off and, and we'll do the rest of whatever we were doing. And I think we need to take more time to really let that encouragement sink in because I think that can help us with whatever we're doing during that day, during that week or, you know, whatever journey or adventure we're on. And with the fact that I've had my business for about four years, you know, it's been a hectic journey, but I've been very blessed and thankful that I have the group of encouragement that I do have. And I try to use what I'm doing to encourage other teens and other kids that, you know, no matter what situation you're in, you can still, be successful. You know, you don't have to worry about being older. You don't have to worry about being in a better situation than you are now. And, you know, you may not have the resources, but you can still take the risk and see how it goes. Right, right. You can write your own narrative Mm -hmm. um, using the inspiration that others in your life may have provided you. And I think another really important point to consider is that sometimes even negative things can be encouraging Mm -hmm. in, in sort of a twisty kind of way. You know, sometimes for me personally, Sometimes when things aren't going right or I just know that someone doesn't believe in me, that sort of wants to make, makes me want to work five to ten times harder just to prove them wrong. Yeah. Um, so even if things aren't all rosy and the situation is less than ideal, you can use that as impetus to push yourself a little more, to stretch yourself and to fly a little higher. I, def- I definitely agree with that. You know, I've had some people say, oh, you're just a kid, so you won't be able to do this. And I was 13 years old when I started my business. So people were saying, oh, you're really young and, and you won't be able to get there. Or you're, you have to wait till you're older or wait till you have more money or just things that were telling me to wait or don't do it or you won't be able to do it. And, you know, in my head, I was just thinking, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to show you that I can do this and with the support system that I do have. And the confidence that I do have in myself, I will do this and I'll show you how successful I am when the time comes. And I think that we can really spread that message throughout our youth, you know, using whatever opportunity we have, you know, whether it's, you know, social media or just us being physically encouraging to other people, telling them like, hey, you know, even though somebody else says you can't, I'm sure that you can and you have to believe that yourself that you can also achieve this as well. And, you know, you may have failures, but that's all part of success. If you don't fail, how do you know you're doing something wrong? So really using that kind of mentality that, you know, you may fail, you may have some things that won't work out your way. 
But using those, you can really think like, okay, so I need to do something different. And then having those people around you that say, hey, even though you did something wrong, I know if you try again that you'll, you'll most likely get it and we believe in you. Right, right. And, you know, to that point, failures in a way can be encouraging as well. Because Mm -hmm. for me, sometimes when I've tried something for so long and I keep failing, it ultimately gets to the point where I'm like, okay, I failed these many times. I better get it right now. You know, I'm not just going to give up right now after going through that many failures. I better finally see the fruit of my labor and have, you know, all this hard work come to fruition. Um, And so, you know, of course, Life will knock you down and people will be doubting you. But just as Billy Joe Dahl says that you need to practice saying, yes, I believe you can do it to other people, you need to be saying, yes, I believe you can do it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think we need that, that encouragement for ourselves because really where do we get our confidence from if we don't have confidence in ourselves first? You know, I, I learned that hard lesson uh, a while ago that I didn't have that much confidence in myself when I was younger than as I as I started to get farther in this um you know this journey that I've been that I've been in I've started to develop more confidence in myself and I realized you know nobody else is going to help me achieve my goals besides myself I have to believe first that I'm going to be able to do it and then you know the people who are surrounding me who are encouraging me and supporting me will also help me but it really just depends on you. You know, nobody else is going to help you be confident in yourself besides you. Right. And confidence is a curious potion and the ingredients for it are up to you to decide. So you can exactly. find the ingredients from any area in your life and put it together, be confident and be the star you are. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Henna, for this awesome discussion. Raising a friend's spirits is perhaps the greatest one you can give and having confidence and encouragement in yourself is also a good thing to have. As always, all good things must come to an end. And this show gave us an in-depth look at the power of encouragement. You lift up yourself when you lift up others. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. I'm Hannah Hundle, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be encouraging, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself